So guys, before we get started, little fun fact about the Percy Jackson movie franchise. That's a mint. Ignore it. We'll, we'll do ASMR some, th- some other time. Did you know that Annabeth is played by two actors? Yeah. No, the same actor, I thought. No, it's two actors. Just one of them has blonde hair. It's two. It's two. It's two actors, and in the entirety of the movie, she has brunette hair. Wait, okay, I remember in the second one she has blonde hair, and the first one she has... Alexandria no, 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 that's Thalia you're thinking of, buddy. That's Thalia you're thinking of. I don't think so. They gave the black-haired girl yellow hair. Or blonde hair. Thalia has black hair. Yeah, in the books. Yeah, okay, I haven't seen Sea of See, I haven't seen the Sea of Monsters yet. they give her blonde hair, but in a I'm already confused. I swear to God, I can't let her box. Has blonde hair in the books. Let me just tell you, Gavin, Gavin, in Lightning Thief, she's played by Alexandria Daddario. She's pretty hot. She does a bad job. Though. I had such a crush on her. I watched Baywatch when I was like... In Sea of Monsters, she's played by Alicia Newman. Uh, let me see. Let me... Let me I have no this. idea who... I don't know. Actually, let's just see what some other roles for It says it's are. the same person on Letterboxd. Well, Letterboxd uh, is It wrong. doesn't matter. Gavin, Google says otherwise. I'm giving him the Chromebook. That is not Annabeth. Uh, this is what she looks like in Sea of Monsters. No, that's... Wait, what? I mean, what? No, it's... I'm, that's another character. Yeah, that's another character. That's... What's her name? Um, no, give me my Chromebook. I'm pretty back sure that's card. Thalia. Give me my laptop. That looks like what they had Thalia be. Uh, Thalia's not blonde, and she only she shows up at, like, monsters. very end. She's not blonde, but she's... She, she in the movie, she has blonde hair. No, she shows... She, that's not... That's not her. And Percy Jackson, Sea of Monsters. Exactly. Yeah. Same actor. She has brunette hair. Says Annabeth. Blonde. Alexander that's brunette! Black. That's brunette. Dirty blonde. Wait... Hold up. It's, blo- it's dirty blonde or something like that. There's something Black. more blonde. So, in the cast for Percy Jackson Sea Monsters, two different people are credited. There's a lady. So both of those people are credited. <laughs> credited in the book, she has blonde hair. <laughs> and here she has blonde hair as well. But it's like dyed. It's blonde. Okay, okay, I think I know who you're talking about, uh, Sam. Um, that was Clarice, wasn't it? Clarice wasn't even in Percy Jackson movies. I think. She was in the second one. Okay, well, I haven't seen the second one. Not yet. the first one, though. Bro, we're doing the second one next week, week, so... Oh, we are? Yeah. yeah, we are. Crap. I decided that the other day. That's... Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, that's... it's a, It'll forever remain a mystery, I suppose. Yeah, no, we'll figure it out later. I'll, I'll, I'll look at the credits for Sea of Monsters. Mm. So do you guys want to hear some fun facts about Percy Jackson real quick? Heck yeah. I, I might get, know a bunch of them, but I've yes! Read, I've read all not. the books. You're not. But I'm Potter like, probably remembers more than I do. I've also read them many, many times. I'm, I, I do not. Okay. Okay. Fun facts. Yeah, please. Come on, Connor. Connor, come on. Do it. I want to hear so, this. So, here's just fun one fun thing. Literally, when I say yesterday, I mean quite literally yesterday, they started the cast calling for the new Percy Jackson series. Let's go! On Disney+. Plus. So, if you're interested in being, you know, Percy or Grover or Annabeth or Dahlia or any, any one of the 100 It's too people, late. This is coming out in, like, March. You Wait. still can. They yeah, have March 2022. This will come out in March 2022. They do, like, one month to two month calling times because it's going to be, like, Okay, you know what? That does make sense. Okay, series. yeah. No, actually, yeah. I, ignore me more than usual. I want to be Please. the one son of Hades that shows up later. You Nico. mean Nico? Nico. That's Nico D'Angelo? Nico D'Angelo. I want to be him. He's pretty sexy. He is sexy. He's a huge sex icon in the book. Everybody wanted him and Percy to get together. <laughs> I gotta say, I was into that more than him and Annabeth, and I was pretty into that. All I'm gonna say is don't go on Pinterest. Yeah, don't go on Pinterest for that one, folks. That's... <laughs> yeah. I mean... Unless you really want to, though. 
You don't really want to. You don't. You don't want to. If you're if you're saying guys, welcome back to Director's Advocate. I don't know how much of that you just heard, but hopefully you enjoyed whatever. We all got cut out. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, this is a completely original, in no way, quote unquote, late to the party podcast. You know, we're on the cutting edge of things, right, guys? Heck yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, she has to cut that Connor's out. Feeling a little edgy today. If that made it to the final cut, uh, podcast where you know, we watch like smaller, more niche movies, stuff like Percy Jackson, Sea of Monsters. Hey. And we try to determine the actual quality of the movie, the only way movie must really know how. We argue with each other. It's a party. I'm Sam Clayton, your host, and with me are Gavin Allred and Connor. That's me, Guntag. My co-host, aka the best one here. But I'm the first co-host. He's the second co-host. This is true. This is very true. Connor was originally a guest, but then we were like, oh, hey, people don't do this with us. Connor, this is you're true. permanent. I also enjoyed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Connor had a good time. It helps me mentally. It's, it's a fun one. Yeah. This podcast <laughs> might ruin other people's mental states, but it's improving ours. Yeah, Indeed. it's all that matters. <laughs> this is how we Exactly. Go. All right. This week, we watched... Yeah. You know, should I say this week, this month, this year, this uh, decade, this... Millennium, because honestly, we don't have a set schedule, so I could say whatever this I want. This shell-shocking hell of an episode. That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> what Connor said, we watched Percy Jackson, The Lightning Thief. This movie is not a good adaptation of the books. Oh, for sure. A good adaptation, but it, it, ah, English hard. You know what? You just said everything you need to about what you think about the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's basically the entire plot of the movie that they took from the book is blah, blah, blah. You're not wrong. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Anyway, I'm just going to read a quick IMDb synopsis because uh, this train wreck still deserves it. I don't think it does. Do you want me to... Can I do an IMDb thingamajigger? You know what? You've earned it. Because I feel like I can do it off the top of my head. (laughs) You know what, Connor? Uh, You read yours, and then we're going to compare against the actual one. Ookie doogie. That one's probably going to be better, but I'm going to try. Do it. And remember to do the voice. One small day... There was a little laddie named Perseus, whose father abandoned him because, you know, as Greek gods do, they don't give a shit about their children. But, this is not elaborated on in this movie, just in the book. But, to continue, he meets this girl named Annabeth, and this satyr named Grover. No, not a fawn, a satyr. Get it right, this is not Rome, this is Greece, people. Anyway, to continue on to my great story. Perseus had a mission. His mission was to save his mother. And boy, oh boy, did he fail. Then, he tried to save her again from the depths of Tartarus. And let me tell you, did he yet again fail? Stop looking at me! (laughs) Then, he was framed by... I'm not gonna spoil it, don't worry. He was framed... By stealing Zeus's lightning bolt thingy, my jigger. That's the point of the plot. It's not That's spoiled. the entire point of the plot. Lightning bolt. It's in the yeah, it's right the there. first the first book isn't just a focus on this. It's kind of the first book is compared to an expositionary novel, Gavin. An expositionary meaning it builds up to the rest of the series and the franchise as a whole. Meaning the last hero sequel and the prequel to it. Oh no, that's not a prequel. It's a sequel to the last hero. It would be the Trials of Apollo, which fifth book recently just released and which I own. I started Connor just saying that you're allowed to spoil The Lightning Thief. It came out in 2005. I'm still not going to spoil it, because I'm the new better a- I- I- AMBBD. Wow, you really... You re- <laughs> AMBBD. That's a new one. Oh, DDD. <laughs> King DDD. <laughs> okay, that's a new one. All right, well, are you done? 
Um, did I miss anything? Oh, yeah. And because Perseus is a Greek god in the very front title picture bullshit whose name I can't remember, but there it has god. a title. No, no, no. Like the, the cover? cover? Yeah, the cover. The cover picture. The cover album picture thing has him somehow channeling lightning, which is impossible because he is not a son of Zeus, no. Do you mean the cover of the... Do you mean... Oh, do you mean the title... The cover poster for the movie? Yes. It doesn't. It does. No, it, it does doesn't. not. That's just him. Doesn't it? I yeah, can see it going right like here. this and then there's lightning behind no. it. No, this, no, he's not lightning, channeling it. See, look. The lightning is going from the sky into... It's on the Empire State Building. Yeah, the, oh, the lightning is going wrong. from the sky no, no. into the Empire State Building. I've got the whole thing right here. AMDBB was wrong, folks. AMDB. AMDB. This is the photo. He's not channeling lightning. He's channeling water. Yeah, I see. So they got that part right. I I, I was oddly mistaken, Yeah, folks. they got a couple of things right about this. Anyway. One thing right. Anyway, uh, but yeah, that, that's, the, that's all, all right, I'd say. Sorry, given his overview. We're just going to compare it against the actual official one. A teenager discovers he's the descendant of a Greek god and sets out on an adventure to settle an ongoing battle between the gods. That's that it. boring. That's it. I think Connors was better, honestly. Connors is definitely more, more interesting to listen to. Oh, oh I forgot a key point, though. Grover likes enchiladas, which is why I relate to him in a microscopical level. I microscopical. See. Yes. Oh, another. That's our conorism. Add that book. Add that to book. Why are we writing these down? Don't ask me. Somebody should be writing these down. Eventually, I'm I'll go through. Notes. A, a, eventually, I'll go through past episodes and write them all down. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm too lazy to right now. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um. Yeah, there's not really too much to say. This got a 5.9 out of 10 on IMDb. I feel like that's fair. A 5. Honestly, 10. it kind of is... Yeah, I uh, we'll get into that it's later. It's fair for the soul casino scenes. The casino was... That was the a Lotus pretty solid. Casino. Those that was the pretty solid. decent parts of it. Not, that was, the, that not was the only ones in my the opinion. Major, but also cringe. The major decent scenes. I'm okay, sorry, can I everything direct... that happened during Poker Face was cringe. I know we don't actually yeah. follow the format anymore, but could I play director's advocate for this movie because I mean you could both play defender's advocate because trust me I've been up to freaking because I've read the books and I've seen the movie we all have I've read the books many 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 I have read the lightning thief a few times I remember enough about it have you read um the sequel series that's like with uh the last hero the last hero I have read those uh it's been a minute so you've read the last hero the sea of Poseidon the blood of Olympus the one about Hades, which name is um, something like that. I read the I read the Roman ones. One of a blood of Olympus. Connor, I read the Roman ones. I read the main series. I read like uh, two the first two Magnus Chase books, which Ooh. are my favorites. The Magnus Chase books are so good. Norse mythology fiction is always my I've favorite. I've yet to read oh, the fourth yeah. book, but I really need to. Here's this: when an uh, when the creator of a story reboots, uh, well, does a soft reboot that's still included in the overall world. But set in Norse mythology, so he good. usually does pretty so well. Good. I love. Perseus. I have two examples: Magnus Chase, God of War. You can't go wrong with Norse mythology. True. God of War. Unless you do, Thor: The Dark World. Also true. True. All right. Anyway. 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 I think. Anyway. Gavin, I will make one point supporting this movie. I've got four bullets to get through. Uh, you can go first, though, cool, I guess. Yeah. Also, yeah, go Gavin's first. going first. Okay. Uh, but now that we know everyone's stances, slash assignments, slash voluntary assignments, slash I don't know anymore, well, let's just go over some basic rules about how the argument's going to work. The person playing director's advocate will make one point about why the movie's good, and whoever dislikes it will have a couple minutes to rebut, or just whoever disagrees. 
Then, one person who doesn't like the movie will make a point. Very mature, Connor. And just whoever disagrees you say with them can just gets me every time. Rebut! <laughs> how else do you say How do you say How else do you say rebut? How else do you pronounce the word? Rebut. That's... That's a Connorism. That's, that's, that's... No, no. that's just how I pronounce You're basically asking that's him... That's a Connorism. You're basically you asking him to have a, I don't to have a Connorism. anything do you right. Want to, do you want to know how butte is spelled? This is how. With two T's and an E. Oh, I know how it's spelled. I, I'm very good at spelling. Pronunciation, on the other hand. Mm. Okay. 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 Didn't know you were... Okay. Didn't know you were... Okay. Cool. That's actually kind of... Okay, good for you, man. Anyway. Uh, whoever disagrees with the person who dislikes it, uh, they can rebut, and it doesn't matter if you like the movie or not. If you disagree with their point, just say something. One or two people <laughs> can say something else, otherwise contrary to the point, depending based on how strongly they feel, and points will stop being made after everyone feels that they have nothing else to say. With that, Gavin, please get going. Okay. Start us off. Trying to, start, to, this movie. to start this off, let me just clarify... Um, this has been stated before, but let me just reiterate this. This is a god-awful adaptation of the book. It's horrendous. I think it was the I. The book is miles better than this movie. Uh, yeah. But is that to say that I didn't enjoy the movie regardless for what it was on a surface level? No, I actually enjoyed the movie quite a bit. So you're telling me... That you didn't enjoy Super Mario Brothers. I enjoyed no, no. You didn't silence. Arts. You didn't enjoy Super Mario Brothers for what it was, but you you liked Percy Jackson for what it was. Mate, what's going on in that? It was. Are you gonna <laughs> let the director's advocate finish his points? Jesus. <laughs> hey, to be fair though, we don't let him finish his points. Bloody hell. That's true. This movie. <laughs> Was a fun time. Okay, let's let's rewind the clock back when I was, you know, I was a kid. I was a wee little lad. I I actually enjoyed this movie, so there's some nostalgia involved. Uh, I yeah, will not you would have been five that. when this came out. I think wee little I would have been five. It released in 2000. I probably watched it a bit later than that, but it was. I definitely enjoyed this movie when it came out. But you know, kids are stupid, and you gotta base stuff off of how it holds up. I mean, if you liked it now, nothing's changed about you. I'm sorry. That's true. That says a lot about me. Um, it kind of does, yeah. I okay. Let's let's get. Uh, can I get some of the negatives out of the way so I can just go to the? No, you said you're going to defend it, so defend it first. Well, technically, I I was the one who was assigned the Richter's advocate, so oh, defend it just first. Feel free, feel free. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through some of the negatives. Um, Annabeth didn't do shit during this entire movie. She just kind of stood there, and we. It's been established that this. Uh, movie falls short in every single way compared to the book so I'm just going to look at it from a completely objective standpoint and not based on the source material. Is it possible to objectively evaluate art though? It's No it's not That's but just like what I mean by objectively is kind of like <laughs> I was just staring off into the distance and reacting to yeah. Sam's comment by objectively, I mean just like without you're looking like, at it from a third person type point of view. Without taking the book into context, like yeah. So this is more like a third person thing. First person would be the book. Second person would be the movie. That's right. I'm making my own. I'm making okay. my own X person things. I'm. I'm yeah. out of definitions now. Um. So yeah, I actually I thought 
structurally, narratively, I think it was, I think it was pretty uh, solid. I I don't think the pacing was that bad. I think the pacing was actually pretty good. Um, I liked a lot of the sequences. Um, I guess I'm going on to pros now. Grover is great. Dude, Grover is so good in this movie. I love Grover. The The guy who plays Grover, he carries the whole movie. He he does carry the movie. Percy's okay. Like first, the actors are doing a bad job. He's doing a mech job. I could personally do better. The way I described the way I described his acting was as it being stiffish. It wasn't. It was stiff at parts, but like. There were some times that hence it the out. stiff-ish, stiff-ish. Yeah, it's I can ish. Ish. emphasizing the ish. Um, O'Connor, you've definitely shown more emotional depth just looking at that bendy ruler that you did <laughs> in this whole book, in this whole movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, Luke. Yeah, there's was, a bendy ruler for context. They should have fleshed out Luke a lot more in the movies. I um, that very, pissed me off. Seriously, he was in like three scenes, and he's the villain. He's the, yeah. Well, I mean, so he he's what he's he, the anti. They should have built enough. Like they should they should have established him. He's what they, the he's what they call the interior villain throughout, or no, the exterior villain throughout the entirety of this first book. Because the real villain um, that like they're getting they're like person looking at isn't Kronos. That's second book. Oh, yeah. that's that's the series overall. Exactly. It's um, Hades. Like the, oh, really? the, the well, villain. Well, the okay. villain in the first one is Hades. Who does he go down there thinking you took my mother? You have the lightning bolt, all that stuff, and then Hades that's, is like. I guess, fair, but that, I was guess large, that was largely a misconception. Exactly, but that was who Luke told them to. So Luke is the exterior villain, while Hades is the interior villain because he's who they all sure originally go out to, like you know, fight. I'd call hands, okay. I'd call Hades the secondary antagonist, um, just because like starting out, like he's it seems like he's the antagonist, and he does pose an antagonizing force to the protagonist, but... So these aren't really, like... But, know, like, overall, I think the tr- the, per- the, uh, like... the primary antagonist like, oh, is Luke. kind of. Hang on. What, what, what Never mind. There? Ignore me more than usual. Which I guess is not that much, because I am the host. Yeah. You're the one who everybody listens to. <laughs> it's weird. I'm used to being the one everyone ignores. Really? I don't know. I'm gonna, so, I'm gonna stop being... I'm gonna stop being weird now. Anyway... Um, what Whatever you were saying, I just keep saying it. I didn't write down any points, but... I wrote down many. I like... I just thought it was a fun movie. I had a fun time. Like, there wasn't any parts that were like, oh, cinema. Like, this is the... This is not one of those movies. movies. It's, it's just... You know what I thought time. was really cinematic? When it ended. Left me feeling very satisfied. Okay. Um, Mostly because it was over. We'll build up to you, Connor, because you're gonna you're going destroy this. Movie. Out of the three of us, you are definitely making the last of the three first three. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yes. Um. So I think we'll backtrack backtrack this over to Sam. Hello, I'm going, and I'll now make some points to support it. Uh. So the first thing I want to say real quick is Grover, uh, Chiron, Chiron. I don't remember. Chiron. 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 No. Okay. Chiron. I'm pretty sure it's the, I'm pretty sure the underworld guy. I'm pretty sure his name is. Oh, Aaron. that guy! I thought you were talking. No, no, I'm not talking about him. Horse boy. But no, I am. Are you talking about the centaur? I am indeed. Okay, so Chiron. That's how they okay. pronounce it in the Chiron. movie. Okay, Chiron. Yeah, which is why I'm pretty sure the underworld guy's name is pronounced Karen. Karen. <laughs> that's funny, but it's probably true. I'm. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's. I, I'm unironically pretty sure that's how it is. <laughs> Connor, you're getting way too distracted. I'm just distracted today. 
Clearly. Anyway, uh, those two and Luke are, even though they didn't develop Luke's character at all, they're the real big three in terms of screen presence. Like, they do the best jobs by far. They have more charisma than the rest of the cast put together. Can I make a quick note? Multiplied by one Alexandria Daddario, because she is terrible. Oh, she's gorgeous, though. Can I I make a a quick note? Yeah. What's up? Zeus. Sean Bean! He didn't die, though! He's played by Ned Stark! And And the guy from Lord of the Rings. But Ned Stark! But here's the issue. Here's the issue. But he's barely in it. Here's my problem with Sean Bean Zeus. Sean Bean plays a character in this movie who does not die. This is unacceptable. Gah. Sean Bean must always die. That's it's just the it's the, That's what he's famous rules. for. That's a dumb reason, but okay. No, here's the thing. What it. is Sean Bean famous for in most of his roles? I don't know. He Dying. plays characters that die. He dies. I don't like, care. Dramatically and cinematically. If he's the best role to play Zeus as the the big old asshole fathery figure guy, then he's the best role. Because obviously they didn't have a lot of choices because the actors they did... Actor Sean Bean has died 23 times on screen. 23 times. 23 times. (laughs) Jeez. I wish I've died 23 times. (laughs) Alright, so just a couple more things. That's a Um, Couple more things. Uh, I actually... There is one part of this book that... One part of this movie that I thought, thought was actually adapted pretty decently from the book. That being the conflict at the beginning between Gabe and Percy. That, that just, that just mm. they did it well in the movie. They, they, yeah, they, they did, did do it well. Yeah. You're right about that. I, I did forget about that scene, but those those couple scenes where Gabe was being a douchebag, you know, as Gabe is, as stepfather. That's, yeah, that's the whole point of his character. Is, like, very, like, they do do it. Like, they basically copy it from the book. Yeah, just any time, Just any time they humanized Percy, was that was a good, that was yep. a pro in my book. All three of them. Oh, I relate Percy to Percy. Going to high school, and can we acknowledge how crazy his high school is? Like he'll just be walking down the halls, and you'll casually see people getting shoved in lockers and being beaten up. It's like the most overly exaggeration. Yeah, it's like the over. The it's like high school exaggerated version of the stereotypical. No, here's the thing. It's just like a, it's just like a slightly caricatured version of Hillcrest High School in the eighties. I guess you, I guess you got a point there. Yeah, it's not even that far off, honestly. I like. I know people who, you know, went there in the 80s and it's not that far off. And now now Hillcrest is like the most chill place. Now everybody's saying, oh, yeah. the people here are so nice. They're all so chill. They say hi to you. And then they... Then, here's, then there's Brighton where people just... Daddy's money? Daddy's yeah, money, daddy's man. Money. Yeah. I but mean, it's... Yeah. Here's the thing. The only daddy issues we're going to talk about on this podcast are how every fictional character who matters has daddy issues. Alexander, the daddy... The, the, Annabeth. Annabeth, Annabeth has daddy issues. Percy has daddy issues. Yeah. Uh, Grover doesn't have a dad. Grover, no, Grover does have. Oh wait, no, he does. He's right. Uncle. No, we learned about his dad in the trial. That's right. Part. Yeah, I forgot wait, about that. Yeah. I've uh, actually read all of that. Plus, I, I mentioned this to you earlier, but if anybody's read the Stormlight Archive books, great series by the way. Each book is more than two, uh, more than twelve hundred pages. It's fantastic. Most of the main characters have daddy issues. Like most of them. Daddy issues are. I'm telling you, it is connected. It really, it honestly is though. Like, yeah, it it unironically is a pretty compelling literary device. I think, (laughs) and I think we can just say that because like it worked. Like, if it didn't work, people would have stopped doing it a long time ago. And another little. Don't you think that it's kind of a universal 
understanding that most people have some kind of problem with their father. Yeah. Exactly. Father it works son. because everybody on some level, no matter what culture you're in, can kind at least kind of get an understanding of that. I guess so. That's true. Like, that's it, it works, which is why people still do it. Um, another little neat actor kind of cameo, I guess, um, is... It's not really a cameo, but it's just neat. Uh, Uma Thurman plays Medusa. If you have, a, cool. if you're not a fan of Quentin Tarantino, you might not be familiar with Uma Thurman. Yeah, not especially. But she was um, in Kill Bill. She was the bride, and Only she was also in Pulp Fiction. Hmm. Only you've watched Kill Bill. It's good. It's Part rated R. Gavin and Yee. Watched it. Gavin and Yee. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Yee has watched it, and I Part Two is so good. Don't want to watch it because it looks terrible. It's not terrible, dude. It's so good. The story seems super stereotypical and annoying, and it would piss me off. It's just a revenge story. Really. I hate things that. It's a revenge story, but I'm not right. saying. Come on, Tarantino's not known for his for his. Okay, plots. don't watch if don't watch Kill Bill as your first Quentin Tarantino movie. I'm watch, sorry, you did not watch Tarantino for the plot. Watch Pulp Fiction first, and then watch other ones, and then work your way up to Kill Bill because. Then you'll better understand. You'll better appreciate kind of the. I should have My guy, seen that, it's though. like a ton of violence and just kind of general. Well, you haven't. Have you seen it? So My you can. Guy, really I know it's it. Tarantino style. His style is isn't violence. It's blood, gore, swearing, and violence. That's Dial- style. Dialogue, but dialogue is his, where he mainly excels. Well, I have daddy issues. Great dialogue. <laughs> All of his movies have really great dialogue. That's like. <laughs> That's what he's best known for, other than violence. Like, violence, you know, there's hmm, that's there as well. Wasn't aware of the dialogue thing. Also, also Once, Upon a Ho- Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, that's actually a really good movie. I was expecting to hate it, but... I mean, I've heard people like that It one. was a nice little slice of life. It's. I'm sorry, but it gave Bruce Lee, like, it... I'm sorry. It did him dirty. They, they did Bruce Lee uh, I'll dirty. say, yeah, it did him dirty. Any, any movie that does Bruce Lee dirty deserves, like, a one on IMDb. It was funny, though. Anyway, moving on. Um, the sets and landscapes in this look very good. Mm-hmm. I, th- I agree. I, Connor, I think the CGI wasn't actually Connor, that name bad. one terrible set or landscape from shot from this movie. Um, the Hollywood sign, the opening Well, that's water just what scene, the Hollywood sign looks the like. The backwood water Hollywood scene, sign. the part where he's underwater with Annabeth scene um, when he's flying. I'm talking about... I'm not talking... I'm talking about the overall, like, back the landscape shots, and I'm talking about a lot of the sets. You cannot, you cannot tell me that the Hollywood sign looked different from the Hollywood sign. It didn't, but it looked stupid as hell. That's because it was <laughs> the actual Hollywood sign. That's not sign. a criticism of the movie. That's a criticism of the Hollywood sign. No, I'm criticizing them for putting that shit in the movie. I don't want to see that. <laughs> okay, well, you can't okay. criticize them for putting one of the most recognizable things in the United States in a movie. Um, Statue of Liberty. Uh... The, 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 the I said one of, not the most. Disneyland. Um, Disneyland's very Disneyland's in other countries, too. The one in California is very recognizable. I know, but I said one of for a reason. And the Statue of Liberty is not um, in California. Um, the Eiffel Tower. That's in Paris. No, Moving on. Vegas. Um, the one in Vegas. Sam. Nobody cares about that Moving one. Moving on. For a 2010 movie, the CGI, I will say, was passable. No. It was bad. It was bad at points. It was really bad. There was, it was really, really bad. It wasn't really, really bad. It was I think really, it was really, really also, bad. For a 2010 movie. Can we talk about the opening scene where the, the, the harpy lady goes, Ah! That was awkward. That scared the shit. Cause the I character models are not that good. I went to turn good. on the computer to boot up League of Legends, and suddenly I just hear, Ah! 
And I turn around and I'm just startled because it's. I had my volume on the TV I was watching it on up to like 25 or Mine something. Mine too! It was loud! Yeah, not a good idea. Yeah, not a also, good idea. So it goes from super quiet to. Yeah, and because I'm still trying to make a point here, we got a little sidetracked. Uh, my last thing I want to say about, you know, the virtues is. I mean, drugs are always appreciated drugs. in movies. Let's be honest. Lotus Casino, drugs are always appreciated. Mm. I want I actually want to try one of those. Like, what is it? Drugs. I know it's drugs, it's but like, just, what? It's it's weed, too. No, because weed doesn't get you that addicted. Like, what does it taste like? No, What's the they texture? don't get addicted to it. They just... What I'm trying to say is that it's like a stronger version of marijuana. <laughs> it could be assumed... It can be assumed that the lotus flowers had some sort of drugs in them, but it was actually like they were magical drugs. It was magical I, because I, I have a basic understanding of how it, drugs work. It because like, the people it was like amnesia or not amnesia, amnosia. You know that stuff that the gods eat. In. Ambrosia. Ambrosia. Yeah. Um, what well, I know, it started with an ambro, but like word hard. Anyway, it's like that. If it didn't kill you. Because people get addicted. Well, it's not that they get addicted to it, but they find it very faci- fascinating, and they all want it. So, so I guess that's the lo- not the point of the lotus flowers in the casino, though. They like freaking get just get you really like wrapped up in doing the casino stuff, and, and they the make you th- immortal. Sure, yeah, they do. Yeah, but like the whole point I was trying to make is that if marijuana was way stronger and also magic, it'd be lotus flowers. Connor. Okay. Connor, without. Without just trying to say something that's being annoying. How accurate is that? Without just trying to bother me. I I can't agree with that. But I'll let it pass. Well, I'm sorry. But what about that is egregiously inaccurate? The part where I said if it was magical? Uh, no. The fact that you said marijuana. Well, I'm sorry. (laughs) Go ahead and make your points, Connor. Okay, well... So for the opening scene where he starts out underwater in the school, that just pisses me off because in the opening scene of the original book, um, they start out in the car driving to the school where his mother is quickly explaining to him why oh, she's taking wow. him, and it's then the car crashes. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong, but it, 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 it's a pet peeve, and it's quite annoying because it builds. Um they do a time jump there, and I feel like it was just unneeded, and they didn't need to do that. Nitpicks! Nitpicks! Ah, that's what I thought. And Anyway, and then they go do a flashback back into before. Compared to as we're this way, they just do it without the flashback, which is slightly annoying, because I don't really, like... It, it's just rearranging stuff from the actual book, and I don't know. It just, it's just... <laughs> that, that's all I could really say about that. Um, another thing I don't like the fact that do they ever show the Minotaur? Just to show the Minotaur. They do? Minotaur. Minotaur. The Minotaur? It's not don't say that. It's Minotaur. Minotaur? It's either Minotaur or Minotaur. Not it's, Minotaur. It's Minotaur. 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 <laughs> Let's see. Studies show consistently throughout the literature that most cannabis users self report the experience of a slow perception of time. What else Got gives you a dilated perception of time? Hmm. He proved you wrong, Connor. Moving on. It stays about he- the same. Those people aren't doing weed, that's for sure. The Lotus Casino, <laughs> they go in for a few hours, they come out, it's been four days. Is it four days? I thought it was more than that. It was in the book, it was four days. Okay. It was five days, I think, in, in the movie. So, uh, what's that? Oh, Sam, you were right? 
Oh, thank you, Connor. It's just more relatable to other drugs that have a stronger effect. Well, I'm sorry, but I'm not trying to give a drug. I'm saying this is a stronger version of something I know, that isn't inherently that's why super said, strong. That's why I said I don't agree, but I'm going to let it pass, Sam. Just because of the pure strength of the depressive? Yes. Sam, you were right. <laughs> keep, keep talking. Keep um, third nitpick. When they arrive at the camp, or not the, no, I skipped one. Second nitpick, uh, when they're at the school and there's the whole harpy thing, as I kind of said, that scene is just just so annoyingly obnoxious. Like, you go from very silent tones and then suddenly you got to And it's just, it's unneeded. You could dial down the tone on that or you could just... <laughs> uh, Gavin showed me a meme. <laughs> um, but anyway... And then the, the third the third nitpick is when they arrive at the camp, um, they really don't do a basis of Luke coming in. They they introduce Luke later than what they should have. Luke's shown in like two scenes before Percy leaves for camp when in the book you have a lot more interaction with Luke as a character and you get to know him. And although you don't build a, a huge bond to him, there is a bond there. I agree. He should have been fleshed out a lot more. And it, that that that's just annoying because it doesn't kind of root him out as like your main villain of this of this movie, which he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be the overarching bad guy. Because um, like when they reveal who that he stole the lightning, it's supposed to be like oh, Luke. It was you all along. But in this case, it's like oh, oh that like, that guy. What's his name again? Luke. Luke. Oh, Luke? Yeah, the guy who's playing. I think he get, the guy who's playing Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah guy, <laughs> guy who's playing Call of Duty. Uh, Modern Warfare yeah. Three. Nobody cares. And the and the, the thing <laughs> they do in the books, the thing they do in the book to establish this is they establish the characters' connections to Luke. Like we established that Annabeth and Luke have some sort of chemistry, and and no, Luke is like not no. Connor, you should know better. And no, when, Annabeth wants to. It's been said. And when Percy comes first comes to the camp, uh, it's kind of Luke who takes him in at first. Like yeah, because Annabeth hates him. So they. Yeah, so they become, like, best buds, and it's... Because that's, that's how you establish these things, so in the book, when it's revealed that Luke, uh, that Luke betrayed the gods, it actually feels like a genuine betrayal because you're looking at it through the perspective of the characters, and you can... And you feel something, but in the movie, you don't feel anything because they don't care about Luke. They're just kind of like, oh yeah, that's Luke. He kind of helps us out it's sometimes. It's Pookie Lukey. It's Spooky Lukey. <laughs> I said Pookie Lukey, but you know. <laughs> oh, there's Spooky Lukey. No, I said Pookie Lukey. Spooky Lukey's better. Pookie Lukey, because that's what his mom called him when he was a wee little lottie. Pookie Lukey. But that's not in the movie. It's not. We movie. have to differentiate between movie and book. It's somehow. in the book. I'm just saying. Cause... We have to differentiate between uh, the movie and the book somehow. So Spooky Lukey. <laughs> Spooky Lukey. I mean, they do make him a lot spookier in the movie. In the book, he's kind of made as, like, a lighthearted... He's like, a bro. He, he's a bro. He's made out to be, like, a bro. Like, a true bro. He's kind of a bro in this, but... No, no he's not a bro. No, he's not. He's a douche who plays Modern Warfare 3. You're welcome, Connor. No, it's just... He's a, basically like, hey, just my dad sucks. People who play Modern Warfare 3 were all douches. You don't even gotta say. He, he plays Modern Warfare 3. <laughs> yeah, he is, yeah, he's kind of a douche in this movie. Alright. So, you don't really... Yeah, it doesn't really... That... Also, can we talk like about the fact that he was in an online game and he paused it and the game stopped? That bugged me. I know that's like super small. Maybe and he very, was playing campaign. Big. That wasn't a campaign. Because he okay. it showed the so, scene where he got killed. Are you saying that this movie was made by my mom? 
Yeah. Just pause the game, Gavin. Just pause the game. It's online! It's just... It, Wait, it, I have a meme. I have a meme for this. It was, oh, slightly, I have a meme for it this. was slightly pet peeve, and it just kind of annoyed me because yeah. I was just like, really. I have. It's like a little thing that just wouldn't piss me off if you were to do it right, <laughs> but as soon as you do it wrong. <laughs> Send that to me so I can post it on the on the Instagram. Go to his face. Uh, for folks listening, uh, just just go follow us on Instagram at Directors Advocate. Uh, yeah, yeah. Then, you, then you get I'll to know the you'll, you'll get to see the meme. It's pretty great, gotta say. So did you right now, Connor? Uh, <laughs> All right. So you, did you have more? Uh, uh, I have a couple more things. I'm only gonna do like one or two more. Hang on, take a, hang take on. A because we want to stretch this. I'm gonna oh no, I have a lot of stuff. That's why I'm saying I'm gonna say. Okay. One or two well, more do you have more big picture that. stuff? But after yeah. the nitpick. Okay, cool. Then give give your last nitpicks, and then I really. So want to my make last a point. couple nitpicks for like the beginning of the book. Is oh, the, the fact, beginning. Yeah, is the fact that they don't really focus on Grover. Like in the book, they make a big deal out of Grover having you know goat legs because that's a huge ass deal. When Grover, or not when Grover, when um, Percy originally meets him and realizes this, this is like a huge deal. Like, he's scared, he's surprised. He's like, what the fuck? It's a big deal in the movie, too, but obviously they can't, like, no, dwell on it for that long. They barely care on the movie. They mention it Well, once. he's surprised, but obviously you can't have him you be like, Grover, you don't... I can't believe you have goat legs. That's great, because, you know, they, they have to the get... the actors aren't good enough. They have yeah. to move it along. You, they, don't, they don't have good enough actors that know how to display a, a lot of emotion in a brief amount of time, and... And even if they did have the shitty actors that they did, they could have added an extra, say, minute of just uh, just one or two scenes that have, like, oh my god. And just have, like, that moment where it's like, oh my god, you have goat feet? Well, imagine how many oh my god moments there would be scattered throughout the movie. Like, there were a lot in the book. Just saying. Yeah. There were a lot in the book, but that seeing that on screen would be a little, like... No, it wouldn't. It's accurate to the book. But you can't be fully accurate exactly to, to the book because you have to. You're pressed for time. You have to cut due to time restraints because you have to fit this all in a two-hour movie. Wouldn't you rather that? Wouldn't you rather use that time to further the Barely plot as down. opposed to be like Hoover, go legs or? That's uh, what they do. That's what they, you just gave a perfect reenactment of what they do in the movie. They already cut down like. The, I mean, it's thirty. It does the de- it does the expedition and world building. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I'm just trying to look at this without the book in mind. Like, well, you can't really do that for an adaptation. It's an adaptation. You can't. I know it's an adaptation. It's and a, you can't really even That's do why that. we have Connor here, because he's the one... This is fair. ...criticizing it based on the book. I'm just kind of like... He's going to do it again next time. He is. I'm going to criticize it a lot more. See, Monsters get so I much don't actually wrong. remember the book. Of and I own both of the movies. I actually own Percy Jackson twice. I own it in a original DVD and a Blu-ray. Why? I thought you hated it. I do hate it. But that doesn't mean I didn't love it as a child, because I love Percy Jackson. Ah, uh, I see. Okay, then. Sounds like they succeeded, then. All right. I no, they didn't it. succeed. I hated it as a no, child, but no. I also loved it as Percy Jackson. Well, yeah, no, but could... which means they succeeded. You bought it twice. And Alexander Daddario, because even as a small little lad, I knew she was fucking hot. Again, not my type. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, she's much less hot than I remember her. She's got crazy kid. eyes. She got the, the eyes are kind of. A, What's her name? Alexander Daddario. 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 What's her name? Alexandria Daddario. Alexandria Daddy issues. I mean, spelling wise, you're pretty close. Yeah, I see. True. Can't argue with that. 
She's hot. You know the bird, the girl bird from Rio? Yeah. What? She's hot too. <laughs> when I was a kid, though. Be Sally. <laughs> when I was a kid, I'm in a, a room kid? with furries. Damn, them birds from Rio, Mom. Rio. I'm in a room with furries. <laughs> no, it's furry. One furry. I like fe- Anna. Fe- it's Daria. a bird, so like feathers. Birds. So would that be a feathery? Okay, Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> You just got put on oh, the FBI's most wanted. <laughs> oh, so, you're on a watch list. I'm sorry, but I know it's not quite a wanted list yet. All right, I've got a big picture point here that I want to make now. Um, by far, in my opinion, the biggest issue with this movie isn't the nitpicks; it's the lack of character development and the lack of uh, skin show on Alexander Daddario. Well, they showed they showed skin on every other woman. Yeah. Because this movie has like got a weird amount of innuendo for a PG movie. It really does. Just like Mario Brothers, it's like it makes me wonder what PG movies can get away with. Really though, it has a lot of innuendos in the movie. And like the a book, lot. There's some innuendos like I, there's very I little. I remember there being a couple, but there's not as many. Seriously, I feel like this like, book it, or this uh, okay, movie I, is your run of the mill PG. Yeah, with, uh, a, with a you know with a horny satyr, literally and figuratively. Yeah. That's Grover for you. All right. Anyway, anyway, back to my point. I mean, come on. He's like fifty years old. Never mind. Is he fifty years old in the in goat years? Ah, uh, okay. Well, goat years don't count. We're talking about human years. Wait. So wouldn't it be like half goat years? Because he's like half goat, half human. So it's like no, he's 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 a satyr. Yeah, I know. Are the same race as say other satyrs. I don't know what age they it's, were. Though. Yeah, half the age. Anyway, anyway, back to my point. The lack of character development. You all, you all remember Joss Whedon's Justice League. I assume. I try not to. Okay, well, you know how the character development in that was mediocre at best for like two characters at peak. Hey, I like the Asian Flash. I never said anything about liking him or not. I said the character development. I know. I thought they built him as a character very well. And Joss Whedon's just what's that? No, <laughs> okay, now here's the thing: sure. they they We're didn't fast. the brunch the brunch monologue exists because he gets like two scenes of character development. Yeah, here's the whole point: yeah. Joss Whedon's Justice League does a terrible job at developing characters, right? Yeah, this movie does worse, like so much worse. No, in my no. opinion. Well, no, Grover, and then we have okay, name one of... character with an actual personality other than Grover, Percy. Percy has a personality. Not much of one, but he does get a bit of a personality. Specifically from his douchebag of a stepfather. Hades has a personality. Okay, well, Hades Hades has personality. Medusa. um, Main character. Annabeth. Well, there's only like three main characters. Annabeth doesn't have a personality. I can't even say Annabeth doesn't have a main character. She has not got a personality. Percy. Luke. Luke has a really good personality. My whole point is that they don't spend any time building these characters. The most character development we get is Grover being surrounded by girls like four times. They build Percy quite a bit, and I, I will elaborate No, I that. disagree. I okay, disagree. I'll elaborate on that later. I personally disagree. I think they build him a little bit, but okay. not enough. And I'm just going to get into some sub-points that I made. Especially these. considering it's called Percy. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to get into some sub-points that I made while I was watching. I'm sorry, Sam. <laughs> Go ahead, and Sam. Sam left forever and stopped doing the podcast. No. Podcast to, to, to cope with our um, related securities. Well, somebody's got to deal with it. Or maybe just us. No, it's just us too. 
Someone's got to deal with you too, so I guess. That's um, true. I'll reconsider next time. But I'm getting there. Alright, so here's here's some of my issues. Percy is just kind of... And now Connor's... <laughs> Sorry, I'm stretching. My, my leg's been hurting a lot. You've killed the vibe. <laughs> that's what I do here. Vibe killer. I mean, that's fair, but you are... I don't know. Okay, here's the thing. Annabeth in this movie is generic, angry female. Yeah. Percy in this movie is protagonist. Like, seriously, this guy... Connor. (laughs) I didn't quite hear what Connor said, but I have a great idea of what he said. Oh! I'm being a sarcastic misogynist. (laughs) Oh, Oh, you're right. That's better. Okay, sarcasm. Yeah, not as bad. Anyway, anyway. (laughs) uh, Here's the thing. Percy's personality in this, and this is why I disagree, is that he's the protagonist and has a crappy stepdad, kind of. That's it. It's the equivalent to my stepdad. Bro, that's it. He's a protagonist. Oh, that part well, the I thing is, not every stories. character can be like the comedic relief. Like, yeah, and I'm not looking for comedy relief. I'm looking for characters that are three dimensional. Yeah. He has development, and Gabe has development. He has... I'm a dick. I'm dead. Development. Technically, yes. But here's the thing, yeah, Percy. Like... like he's a protagonist, and then he's a protagonist with less daddy issues than before. That's his arc. All right, keep well, you oversimplified it grotesquely. That's what we do here. Got daddy issues. Um, yeah. That's what we do Maybe here, Gavin. Um, no, but here's the thing. Like, here's like, he doesn't have anywhere near the amount of development or anywhere near the quality of an arc he has in the books. And I oh, know yeah, that's not sure. the most fair of a comparison because you can't put as much detail into a movie. It's not unfair, but, but... he has like his personality really is just. Main character. Sam has a point, but yeah, you uh, have a point. I'm, it's it's. I'm not saying you. I'm not he doesn't have you. any like character development at and all. And you guys don't have to say I'm completely right. Just don't it's say so that I'm wrong for terrible reasons, like Connor. I would never be like Connor. Sam, don't worry. Okay. All right. I'm just gonna. Yeah. I'm just gonna keep moving. Uh, Luke is a really bad villain in this movie. Yeah, he's fine though. The only he thing he serves to do in this is make Percy look better by getting defeated by Percy. That's the only thing he actually does and in this. And to make Annabeth hot. In Wanted. What? The whole reason that Percy originally likes her is because he's jealous. This is the movie! Oh, no, I'm meaning We're like... We're trying to stick to the movie. I'm, I'm just saying in general. So, it, it's, it's just kind of, you know, had to be said. And I'm sorry, Luke's reason for being a villain in this is just so much more one-dimensional than in the books. Is literally what they say. What he says is control. It's time for the new generation to take over. Like that hasn't been done a million times before. Yeah, it's terrible. He, you know, he's a much better villain. He's not even truly. He's not even like a full-on villain. He's more like an anti-villain in the books. He doesn't. It's, it's much better. Yeah, Luke, because um, he actually is coming from. Like, you can see where he's coming from, because the gods, they are... The worst? Assholes, for lack of better terms. They're the worst. worst. Yeah. I mean, I will say, they have a great terrible explanation for that in the movie, which, you know, a law that they can't be in contact with their children. No, they're just terrible parents. Well, Poseidon, he goes into depth about that, and yes, they are terrible parents, but I guess Zeus kind of had his reasons. Like, you... I mean, yeah, you... If Poseidon were to spend the rest of his life with 
uh, Percy and what would happen? Percy what bad thing would happen? He would become too human. And why is that bad? Because he's the king. He's like, he's in charge of the ocean. The ocean so? would go to war because would it's it like, though? yeah, yeah, it would because they're movie, not book. No details from the book allowed. Oh, okay, sorry. But in Only Greek mythology, you know, the ocean is like there's a there's all the warring um, there's the warring kind of factions. It's I. I thought they brief they touched on that briefly. They did not touch on it at books. all in the movie. I'm going strictly they based off the information. Okay, the second movie, the second but movie, you do elaborate it on it quite a bit. In, but in if, the when the gods, when you have gods that are that embody aspects of the world, if the gods were to just neglect their duties, it's the same as a job. If the gods were to neglect those duties, what about the other pantheons? Um, what are you talking about? The other pantheons, were the you? Norse, the Egyptian ones. What about them? That's not in the movie. You're going outside the movie. I don't care. I'm breaking my own rules. I do this often. Okay. I do this well, like, you, all the you time. Get, you just got kind of gone in my case for I know. For doing That's that. why I'm here. Okay, well... We do this all the time. No, but you do make a fair point. I'm just, I'm just trying to... Yeah, I'm trying to clarify just because... You do, yeah. I, I will say, your job thing, that's actually a really good point. It's like, you... If a god were to become human, then that that's basically like... The ocean and all that would fall into complete chaos because I I will give you this one, okay. And I you are right. And what about Hades? something so Connor is apparently incapable of saying? And it's and it's up to interpretation, honestly. And this that's what I liked. Um, that was that was that's just stuff carried over from the book, but I think in that um, yeah. in that regards they did right. pretty well. I also. I just, an- the other really big problem I had with this movie was the lazy writing. Yeah. Like, it's super lazy. Just a couple of examples. First off, um, plot convenient Poseidon voice. You know, it's it's kind of like Uncle Ben in the Star Wars movies. Uh, not Uncle, Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben in Star Wars. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uncle I, Ben I, is my favorite Star Wars character. Sorry, I meant Ben Kenobi in Star Wars. I misspoke because I was distracted. I mean, he no, kind I of is his uncle. I think, I think you made Uncle He's Ben. He's kind of Uncle Ben. Ben Kenobi. Because they were Ben Kenobi. <laughs> Because his line, you're my brother, Anakin. So, I mean, technically, that could be... You know what I mean. I mean, it's it's like basically doing the Force Ghost thing from the original trilogy. And that was bad. The Ben Kenobi. uh, Because, I'll tell you why. It's necessary to keep the plot moving because of their poor changes. Like the Lotus Flowers, originally, they are able to get out of the Lotus Hotel because of their own, you know, willpower. And it's a character moment in the movie convenient force ghost okay. Poseidon voice just kicks them out. I think the that scene. Annabelle should have broken the lotus flower curse because... Annabelle? Annabeth. Annabeth, my bad. We're not talking Annabelle from horror movies. Annabeth. Now. Moving on. Moving no, on not that. moving on. Not moving because, on. Because it was Percy who um, stopped Medusa. It was Grover who stopped the Hydra. Should, like, it seems like the next logical step would be for Annabeth to break the curtain. And it would be fitting for her character because she's like, her mother is the god of... Shut up. <laughs> mother is the god of strategy and like... And like, it, I don't know. It would it would make sense for her to kind of see through the... That's a book problem, though. Not a movie problem. You are, that's true, actually. Yeah. Yeah, Riordan's not perfect. I get... As much as yeah. people try and make him seem perfect, he's not. 
There are tons really of things that he messes up in the books that are mostly mostly how how Greek names are then spelled. Then that was a good opportunity he, he to messes change up so that. many spellings. Then I it's, think it's crazy. I think they should have changed that then because honestly, Annabeth has nothing to do in this movie, and She's that would have given her. They weren't trying to piss people off though. How would they piss people off by doing that? Uh, because they didn't stay true to the plot. And that's huge plot difference. Well, they're not going to... They can't stay... Let me finish, especially since that's one of the first times that Poseidon interacts with Perseus in the movie as well as the book. Hmm. Anyway, my whole issue is that it's plot convenience for the sake of plot convenience because they're just not able to move the story forward in any other meaningful way because of their changes that they made. You have a point there. I think they're... They could have definitely... They could have benefited from finding another way other than... Poseidon voiceover. Exactly. And I'm not done with the lazy writing. The book has really clever methods of hiding Luke's actual intent with the sneakers that they think are just kind of broken, but are actually designed to drag them into Tartarus. Spoiler alert, because I don't care. It's 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 freaking from 2005. And the backpack, own, like, you know, having the bolt magically hidden in it, but it doesn't show up until they're really close to Tartarus. Like, that's clever. That's actually really smart of Luke. Didn't they put it in the that shield in the movie? Clever. Yeah, they put it in the shield. They just stick the bolt in a shield in a little compartment, and they call it good. That's very lazy writing. Another. They just kind of dropped the ball. In that yeah, point. exactly. They 100%. especially considering Perseus doesn't use a shield in either. Just Annabeth, so there's no reason for them. I wouldn't call that it super. He lazy. doesn't use a shield until he gets the watch. Well, Tartarus, Tartarus, and Kronos, those. Those two things weren't really established in this movie because... Yeah, even though Tartarus was actually established in the first book. Yeah, but this was... This is supposed to be isolated from the rest of... The rest of the, um... Series? Books, yeah. Because Tartarus was, like, a huge part of the first book, but they almost died. Yeah. Percy almost gets dragged into... Or was it Perseus or Grover? Oh, I, I want to say it was Grover because Red Baron. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're like, you keep reminding me of things in the book. Like, um, yeah. It's just making me appreciate the book more. Yeah, because the book's really freaking good. Dude, but, it's, uh, really it's not the best, but it is Well, I enjoyed it quite a bit. It was a fun read. And if it's a fun read, I consider it a very good book. Fair enough. All right, another issue of the writing. They completely take out the conflict with Ares... Which, you know, was kind of kind of a big part of the that book. That pissed me off. I don't know off. how they That's would... One of my how would they put that in this movies. movie, though? Like, easily. It's <laughs> simple. While they're going to the, the, the Vegas, you 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 have this little cutscene where they go to get the food and to go to the bathroom, you know, as people fucking do. That's expedition and world building. But no! Expedition? How yeah, is expedition. It how does it give expedition? Because it builds up to your final, like... You're saying expedition, which is expedition. exploring. Okay, no, keep going. How does? But how did? How would the Ares? I don't know how well that would fit into the pacing. Because he helps them get to Vegas. He's the whole reason they get to Vegas as fast as they do. He gets them the right. He's like, oh, over there, you see those animals that are getting abused? Yeah, you could hitch a ride in the back of that. They're going to Vegas, and then they get in the back of that van, that might and be they nice. get drove into Vegas. That might be cool to have in the movie, but it wouldn't be. It's not necessary. For well, the there's plot. also, a, and they're trying to keep it not necessary, necessary for stuff. the plot. I'm sorry. The ending of the book. There's a big dramatic sword fight with Ares. It's a whole big deal, and it serves to further the entire, like, all the background of the gods and what they're doing and why they're the worst. And for the fourth book. They have another they're, repeat they're fight. For time. I don't know. I don't give a shit if you're pressed for time. Make the movie two hours. And it is two, it hours. Is two hours. 
Then how the fuck is it two hours if you miss that much plot? Because they need... Because they... That's how much necessary stuff there is to carry... You know how fast I could read that book? One hour and thirty minutes. How does how is that relevant to this? If I could read the book in one hour and thirty minutes and get all of the content, then you could put all the fucking content in the movie. That's no. Yeah. How many pages is the book actually? Because I don't know. one one page of a screenplay equates to about a minute of screen time. If that if okay if if you want to cram all that from the book into this two hour movie, you know what you're like three hundred forty pages. You know what you're gonna end up with? Rise of Skywalker. That movie was moving a million miles a minute because they were cramming so much stuff in there. Or they can make it longer. And it was Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh, Percy Jack. <laughs> Keep in mind, that was completely unheard of. That Justice League was uh, unprecedented. Actually, in 2006, they released a director's cut of Superman 2. It's not unheard of. But why would they do it for Percy Jackson? Their studio. Their I'm saying what they could have done is originally they could have just made it a longer movie. Also, plus this is a kids movie, Don't get and kids have a ver- has a shorter uh, attention span. Yeah, but it's still two hours. If a kid lasts two hours, they're gonna last three. Yeah, I don't know about that. Well. It's a gamble. Well, I mean, if I never mind, I can't if say a kid's that. Attention <laughs> sp- <laughs> if a kid's attention span makes it to like the two-hour mark, it's pretty likely it'll make it to the three-hour mark. Okay. Well, I don't know. I I feel like they did have to take they had to take liberties to um, make the pacing better. I feel like adding Aries to the plot, while it might be, it might not necessarily uh, detract from the pacing. It wouldn't go to further the pacing either it would add exposition it would maybe add world building but there's only so much you can put into this movie due to time constraints and with what they had and what they ultimately decided to put into the movie okay i feel they they succeeded in some aspects i see your point another thing they took out though is they barely glossed over the whole percy being a fugitive thing this was kind of a big part of the book because it was a huge conflict between it was like you know, it was not necessarily a conflict conflict, but you guys know what I mean. The it Chihuahua was... Chimera. 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 Uh, scene. Did they even do that scene in the movie? I don't think I'm they pretty no, sure that's not this book. They don't do that in the movie. Is that this book? That is this book. It's the oh, first okay. book. Um, first book, yeah. No, they don't do that at all. That's just... It's just so, like... That's the whole reason... <laughs> this movie just annoys me on a lot of levels. Yeah, here's the thing. The biggest, and not the biggest, but another thing about this plot (coughs) is most of it is just a glorified fetch quest. Yeah. Most of the movie they spend driving around, picking up pearls. They're MacGuffins. Yeah. They are MacGuffins. Yeah. And that's not done well because everything in this is a MacGuffin. I don't feel like it's done poorly. The first pearl, MacGuffin. The second pearl, MacGuffin. The third pearl, MacGuffin. The lightning bolt, MacGuffin. Percy's mom, MacGuffin. The war with the gods, MacGuffin. All of it's just a bunch of MacGuffins. And when you have too many, it stops being compelling. Okay. It becomes predictable. predictable Let me actually look at the definition of MacGuffin. It's just something... Because I want to know whether or not... unentertaining means you get a bad rating. And if you get a bad rating, that means your movie doesn't make a lot of money. And if you don't make a lot of money, you don't have enough money to make your next movie. You don't have enough money to make the next movie, the next movie doesn't come out. If you don't have enough to make the next movie, 
and you never do make the next movie, and you still own the rights to that movie, that means nobody else can make the movie, so you just fucked it up. Are you done? Okay, so... A MacGuffin is an object, device, or event that is necessary to the plot and the motivation of the characters, but insignificant, unimportant, or irrelevant in itself. So... Taking that into account, I don't feel like the lightning bolt is a MacGuffin. I don't feel like the lightning bolt is a MacGuffin. That's fair. Because the lightning bolt is is significant. That's true. It's significant and it kind of represents the order of the gods. The gods not going to war. Like, it's very significant and it's actually like. This is true. It is an object, yes, but it's not. You make a fair point. The pearls are MacGuffins. Percy's mom is in this movie is a MacGuffin. I don't think she is a MacGuffin. I... In the movie, not the book, but she definitely is in, in the, the movie. movie. She's a MacGuffin. How so? She does nothing. Sorry. But yeah, it's it's I significant to, to be that. It's yeah. some she's some it, Percy's mom is something that he seeks after and is important to his individual development, but she does nothing in the in the movie. Well, that doesn't make her a MacGuffin if he's an, if that she's important. She's important to his development, and he, but not really though. But insignificant, unimportant, or irrelevant in itself. What does she do to contribute to the overall plot? It does move the plot forward. She d- and that's the whole point of a MacGuffin. To get MacGuffin the characters isn't going. Just, isn't just something that moves the plot forward. Necessary it's, to the plot and the motivation of the characters. It's something... The way I look at it is it's... A MacGuffin is I'm just a way that's... I'm the definition. Like, you can't have Percy Jackson... Like, you can't have the movie without the mom. Yeah, like but, a, a MacGuffin is something yeah. you could substitute for anything. Like the pearls could have been rings, or they could have been keys, or whatever. No, Gavin, Gavin, I just no. So Percy's mom, she is important to the plot in terms of it gets it going and the motivation of Percy Jackson, correct? Yeah, but un- insignificant, unimportant, or irrelevant in itself, she does nothing. Let me say this. This is um. The mom is very, um, she's crucial to Percy's development because part of the reason that Percy is angry at his dad, Poseidon, is because Poseidon left his mother. And Motivation of the characters, part of the definition. It's, I don't, I don't call that, I don't know, I don't think also, that's the... he's not mad at Poseidon for that, or his father It says that. An object or device that merely serves no, to trigger for the yeah, a device. He's never mad at his uh, at his father for that until the end of the book. In the beginning, he's mad at his mom for not getting rid of him. Uh, for getting, not getting rid of Gabe. Yeah, for not getting rid of Gabe. At, at the end of the novel, he realizes that she was doing it for his own sake. He realizes that in the movie as well. That, yeah, but he realizes that she was doing that for his own safety and that no, um, it was really that. Poseidon's fault as a whole. And that that's when he started to get mad at his dad. Okay, um, sure, she's a device, but I don't know how that's a con of the movie. Like, how does that... I just think that MacGuffins are, especially in a movie like this, when it's done poorly, are kind of a lazy way to get a plot moving, in this case, when it's done poorly. We're it can be done really well. So, I mean, it, that, that, that's a nitpick, and Sam is completely correct. It's something that they could have done better. He said it! And with more... With more um, Give a shit writing attitude. They could have done a lot better job. They could have done it better without time restraints. They didn't even need to write it well. They could have just used the book as a script. There you go. But time constraints. Don't give a shit about your time constraints. Make it three hours long. You're fine. (laughs) Okay. It would have still made money because people don't pay for the whole movie. They pay to start watching it. Yep. I'm I'm maintaining my objective um, 
For a there is no such thing as objective. Well, let me tell you. When I say okay, when I say objective, I mean like not not taking the book into account, trying you're to look wrong. at it for what it is. You're okay. wrong. I'm maintaining that. You know what, Gavin, your outlook is valid and wrong. Keep going, Sam. Your outlook is valid. That that's it. But okay, so it's yours. Of I disagree with it. Yeah, I I don't disagree with yours, but I'm just. You're trying to look at it from a different perspective. And I'm, I can understand I'm advocating that. for I the movie. I can understand that. I can respect that. I but... can't. You can't fault the movie. You you can just fault like movie adaptation. You can fault this as being a movie adaptation. It just suffers from the problems that movie ad- or that book adaptations of uh, often do. Yeah. But and that being, they're not an HBO Max miniseries. But you can't fault that be. on the writing itself. Yeah, you can. There are things that you can fault the writing for. Like the Luke Shield thing. Like the Luke Shield thing. But other times, you really just have to be like, well, it, does it really, yeah. like, you can't get you can't get super mad in a movie because they didn't put this in that you wanted them to. Like. Unless it's Artemis Fowl. And because unless, they really fouled that up. I haven't seen that I have to watch one. that because I know, like, when I originally I saw the trailer it. for that, I'm like, oh, this is going to be really, 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 really shitty. So, you know, I, I refuse to watch it because I don't want to harm myself. I watched it. I didn't like it. We're doing it for the podcast. Oh, boy. Oof. I'm sorry. It, like, falls into the same traps as Percy Jackson. I'm assuming we're doing it after the monsters, then? Yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah. We also, uh, at some point, need to do uh, Cats. You know what we also... We should also watch the Joel Schumer um, Batman. We're watching Batman and Robin slash Batman Forever. We're we're watching those movies. Yeah. We also should probably see... We should do Sea of Monsters and then do Mortal Kombat while it's still in theaters. We should do Mortal Kombat while it's still in theaters. We'll talk about that after we record. I thought you guys did. No, because Gavin Gavin ditched us. Because I was dying and I had to stay home. He's dying. Probably COVID shot. I've been downing so much allergy medicine. Oh, uh, like, you know what? I, I respect it. We'll talk I, about yeah, this I'm, after we I'm finish still, recording. I'm still pretty congested. Right. Um, I've got a bit of a cough. I, I know for a fact that it's allergies. Uh, all right. Final, not final, but another point about the lazy writing. Deus Ex Luke. They magically appear at the Empire State Building. That's fine. You know what? Persephone's pearls. That's that's okay. I just get Luke really just... bad hay fever. Sorry. Okay, fair enough, Kevin, but that's totally irrelevant. <laughs> Luke just kind of shows up. He's just there. How did he know that they were going to be there? He, how did he know that they succeeded? How did he know? Just just how did he know? Can't argue with that. Because Annabeth. That doesn't make any sense. She didn't communicate with him. As that we know of. But my personal theory when it comes to the books as a whole, and this doesn't relate to the movie, but to the books as a whole, he appears. Because even in the books, that's like a problem. Um, was that she was just Iris messaging him like in private the way they did to the camp um, when they were going through the car wash. That's but, actually uh, a solid theory about the books. Because not she, the movies, because there's no because Iris messaging she cares in the movies. about him so much, and it's well known that she had a huge, huge, huge um, lust for him throughout the entirety of the time she knew him. She wanted to bone him really hard. Um, it, it I don't likely, remember that. It is likely that she would have been Iris messaging him. It's more elaborated on um, in like the last couple books, or not even the last couple books. It's elaborated on in the sequel a lot. Good night, girl. Really opens up about Sorry, it, we couldn't Iris message tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, another issue that I had with it is summer. Oh yeah, um, this is just a problem that I have with uh, again the lazy writing. 
if a sword is able to completely dissipate shots from the master bolt, what makes it such a powerful weapon? If this, if Riptide, you know, and they don't even, they don't even build up Riptide as being this crazy magic weapon. It's just pendant swords. Do they even this. name drop Riptide? They don't. They, they don't, don't name drop. They even. don't call it Andromeda, and they don't call it Riptide. They don't. They just, they just play it like it's a regular sword in this movie, and it's able to deflect and dissipate the energy from it the Master has a Bolt. Huge, it has a huge like lore that Rydrin brings in for Rydrin. Rydrin sorry, brings in. For you said it again. Ryderin? Yes. <laughs> it's Ryerden. Ryerden. Thank you. He that, said it right. That Ryderin, um brings into the books because Perseus had this sword in his lore um, that was gifted to him by Andromeda and that he named after her, which is why it's called Andromeda or Riptide. And then when he was killed, the sword was lost to the sea. And then somehow Chiron got it. It's never really elaborated on how he got it. Chiron. Chiron, whatever. And then he gives it to Perseus for, uh, cause he wants Percy. to bone Perseus, cause for whatever reason. Wait, what? It's just Percy. Yeah, they just call him Perseus. It's easier way to, it's an easier, it's an easier way to differentiate between Percy Jackson and Perseus the Greek myth Fair hero. Enough. Precisely. Percy, he gives it to Percy because, you know, he dislikes Percy. I don't know why. I There's no reason to like Because he's a cool dude. There, there's still, even um, in the books, there's no reason for him to really like Percy true. as much as he does. Which, also, mm. Percy's like freaking like a sixth grader in the book. Yeah. Which is, way which, young. which is why I didn't do, I didn't apply to be Perseus in the, for the TV show because it, it was always a dream of mine if they ever did a reboot to, you know, try out. And then they did it. it too late. And then they did it too late, and I'm like, well, I still could do it. I mean, y'all could try. You can maybe saying. pass as a sixth grader. <laughs> I could definitely pass as a sixth grader. Just yeah. gotta get rid of the, the mustache. Yeah, duh. I gotta get rid of the mustache, and I gotta dress more in neon colors and not be as edgy. You, yeah, no. That's, it's, that's, that's <laughs> oh, I'd be a perfect easy. Nico! I'd be a perfect Nico! Hey, oh my god, hey, hey, we just need to get you a beret. You would have you would actually be a great me. You don't would actually care. be a great me. The only thing I'm missing is the fact that I'm Italian, but they already said for all the things that they don't really care about race. You look all, Italian so. enough. You look close enough. He's to a me, Nico D'Angelo. <laughs> <laughs> oh the God. Italian man. Uh, oh, but actually, you should totally try. Son, hey, that's you. They, you should try. You should try. I don't know. Isn't Nico introduced in the fourth book though? Yeah. Okay. Hey, um, um, let me. That's just this is the fan art. Yeah, yeah, I think so. That's Carter. No, Pretty much. Introduced in the third book. Cause the third third book was the, the Titan's Curse. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was the Titan's Curse. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of. Yeah, we're, we're book nerds here. I don't under, I don't know why it's Percy Jackson specifically that we're, you know, caring about so much. But yeah, that's Maybe the one. I, will. Oh. I don't know. You should. It'd be cool. I have to have somebody help me because I don't really want to do it like at home because my stepdad's going to judge me and my mom's just going to be like, you're not going to get it. Yeah, sure. It's the way they are. Well, yeah, I, up. Freaking, um, I'll okay. help any way I can. Yeah, Gavin yeah, has a basement. It's literally just like a face, like, here, I'll pull it up. Gavin has a basement. I don't even know if I could pull it up, but it's basically just what it was because I read all about it when I saw it on the Instagram. It's basically you submit a face shot, a head-on face shot. And then you pick your favorite um, passage from any of the Percy Jackson novels, and then you say it. Oh. And then they look at that for all of them, and you send it to whatever email. Some casting calls require you to, like... Try. Even if even if you apply to be, like, an extra, you have to submit a picture of you shirtless. Because 
I've just heard a few instances of that happening. Because are you sure that you know? Okay, yeah, yeah, you you know, uh, critical. (laughs) Anyways, he was he was a like an extra in um, Mockingjay Part Two, Part One. And he was just like an extra, and they had him submit a picture of him shirtless. I just heard it. I just heard something. We want to wrap this up? Probably. I've got probably a couple more points again. Okay, Disney makes Hades the like the actual villain again. That pisses me off. Okay, I wrote down two hashtags here. First off, justice for Hades. Guys, he's just depressed, not power hungry. Hashtag justice for Hades. Put that in the Yeah, I'm kind of sick of making... I'm a big, I'm big into Broadway, so um, I really like Hades Town. Oh, so good. Justice for And when Hades. you watch Hades Town, then you watch this. It's like compare that Hades you can't to compare, them. You can't compare that Hades to like Jimmy Hendrix. Oh, generic Hades bad. Like yeah, just he's just depressed, not power hungry. Come on, guys. Hades, yeah, he's God. a lone guy. He's, he's sad. just sad and depressed and lonely, and he's not even like a bad husband. He's Misery just loves really company. awkward. Like, in, yeah. in the, the end of the deal. <laughs> I will say, in the Greek myths, he does the least objectionable stuff when it when it comes to women. Yeah. By far. Honestly, he kidnaps though. one woman. He doesn't turn into a snake and fuck her in a little Oh, yeah. Place. He kidnaps one woman. That's like... He doesn't turn into that's a it. horse. That's it. That's literally This it. is the standard that's set by Greek mythology. Oh, fuckers. Hades is good because he only kidnaps one woman. So he's... <laughs> that's better than raping your sister. That's true. He's, it's better than all the other gods, but that's... <laughs> that goes to show. Zeus. Poseidon. Poseidon's the worst, honestly. Zeus is bad. You can't even... Zeus is ba- really bad. But... Zeus is really, really bad. They're, I'd say they're, they're all on the same really level. Bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. Greek mythology is like... It's incest times two. It's like the Monsters Inc. Just two? Two? No, it's like the Monsters Inc. scoreboard with Soli and Randall trying to become the top scare, but instead it's it's Zeus and Poseidon trying to become the best uh, pervert. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think the main way that I like to describe Greek mythology is um, Mary girl Zeus towing the line between Uber Chad and serial rapist mm-hmm. it's fair it's That's mostly serial rapist <laughs> okay it's completely the serial rapist <laughs> <laughs> it's right. funny but also the CGI in this garbage acting in this mediocre to, to actually really good for a couple of characters Oh, yeah, and the whole capture the flag scene, I just thought that was dumb because everybody just kind of lets him get the flag because he won one fight with one That's person. a book problem, though. Fair. But, like, they all just kind of crowding, crowding around and watching instead of doing what they were doing before. It's dumb. It's very dumb. Uh, oh, yeah, and here's one that I actually just think is an overall issue instead of just a one movie issue. They can... Okay, <laughs> <laughs> they completely changed the anime's backstory. Which actually kind of destroys an arc that she has in the future, like that she would have had in future movies. If well, they... we can't, we can't fault that for this movie. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, if they wanted to give her the arc she has in the books for future movies, for future properties, if they got past Sea of Monsters, they would have had a really rough time because yeah. they changed. Yeah, her that's arc. a whole different rabbit hole. Like they, that's a huge issue. They built up, they built up Sea of Monsters in the worst way possible. Like they were. <laughs> They made this movie like they weren't even planning on doing a sequel. And it was like, <laughs> Connor, <laughs> stop, stop blasting that while I'm making my points. I meant to say it to photos and then I tapped it once and then it holds. <laughs> Good job, Connor. <laughs> there we go. We're good now. <laughs> you have to. You're just you know, You have to put. Justice I don't even for remember where I found the description that. for this. That's for this meme. All right. 
Um, is there anything else that I didn't hear? Oh, yeah. The character choices in this just kind of don't make sense half the time. Just oh, to throw that sure. out there. Nobody cares about subtlety, also. Just there is no subtlety in this movie. Period. True. Subtlety Zero. Don't None. Exist. Yep. Uh, okay. And I'm just going to end with, like, uh, my last my last point. This is my uh, most important point, by far. Uh, and then I'm going to give my rating out of 10 stars. Um... Yeah, a little less conversation. Yeah, it's a cool song and all. Good Elvis song. Yeah, it's an Elvis song. But it's like the only Elvis song movies ever use. Same goes for Poker Face. I love that sequence. Honestly, both of But that's not just me, though, right? Like, those songs are super overused. It's overused, but it's just fun. Also, I completely forgot about this. Grover dancing. Bro, that was weird. That was hot. They completely drove a show car out of the casino. That's almost... As dumb as flying a plane off of museum grounds. That's immediately what I thought of was One Woman 1984. Yep. When I saw that, I was like, "Well, but you know, it's that doesn't movie. make sense because it wouldn't have any. Of course, fuel. it doesn't make sense. They wouldn't have any have fuel to. because nobody, they don't want people to drive it off the grounds. But like, hey, I'm not going to hold a movie about Greek mythology and Greek gods running around and fighting monsters for not being realistic. Well, I'm not even following it for being realistic. I'm just saying. There are some things which are designed to be different from this world, but there are some things which are designed to be similar to real life. And the things that are designed to be like real life need to be like real life. The fantasy aspects, they're designed to be a detachment from reality. But if you have an aspect of realistic fiction, it needs to keep that aspect without... like You get what I mean? You get what I mean? Suspension of disbelief. Suspension of disbelief can go really far in some areas, but doesn't go anywhere in others. If you know what I mean. Yeah. This it's like be- a World War II buff having issues with the kinds of Jeeps they used in Captain America when it's about like a sci-fi super soldier serum. It's like, yeah, some parts of this are supposed to be fake and different from real life, but some are supposed to be that historical like or like this is how casinos do it aspect. Mm-hmm. And you need to be able to separate those. This movie's just a fun time, honestly. Mm. But yeah, no, little less conversation. Use it less. Use other Elvis songs. A Poker little face. less conversation. A little more action, please. Uh, All this aggravation is. No, save it for the outro, Connor. <laughs> yeah, we were gonna save it for the outro. Uh, okay, out of ten, I'm gonna give this movie like a five out of ten. It's just kind of meh. Has a lot of really serious issues from the book, but it's not the worst thing I've ever watched on a this podcast. A 5 out of 10, really? I'm actually surprised, because it seems like you've been dissing this movie a lot. I, I have. give it much lower. I have, uh, and those issues are all writing-based, but the movie itself, I didn't have the worst time ever watching. I had By a good way, time last watching point, it. Last point, I didn't have a terrible time watching the movie. Analyzing the movie is a completely different beast, but watching the movie isn't the worst experience. So yeah, 5 out of 10. Gavin, yours. Okay. Um, yeah, I, analyzing it and picking apart everything, there's a ton to nitpick, and it's not faithful to, it's not a faithful adaptation from the book at all, um, but honestly, you can't fault that really for the movie, you have to fault that for just book adaptations in general, like, not everything can be Harry Potter level of, like, adapting, but even then, it's like, they fall short in a lot of aspects, yeah. Save for Prisoner of Azkaban, except for that one. Yeah. Okay, Connor, if you have any more ranting you want to do before you give your rating, just go. Oh, I was going to give my rating, but... Oh, oh, I thought... Oh, I was I was paying attention. Please give your rating. Okay, um, I'm going to rate it a 6 out of 10. Um, 
It's a good time. Good time. All right. I had fun. Okay, Connor, if you've got... I'm going to do something here that neither of you expected. Mm. 10 out of 10. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> little something for everyone. little something for everyone. <laughs> um, four, out of, 4 out of 10. Uh, for the sole reason that it didn't stay true to the book adaptation as a whole. Um, the movie itself, like Sam said, was it was it was watchable, but the story and the, the just the plot as a whole was just a disaster. Yeah, like we we've, we've seen some unwatchable movies on this podcast. This is not one of them. <coughs> Shark Tale. Yeah, After Earth. Dude. Yeah, Shark Tale. Dude, not wrong. Yeah, I will say all I'm gonna say about Shark Tale. Uh, it's, the it's, Jamaican jellyfish. Here's the thing: there are two Will Smith movies in my in my mind right now. The first, Shark Tale, ruined Three Little Birds by Bob Marley for me. I Am Legend redeemed it, and then made it good. Also, if you haven't seen I Am Legend, do it. It's so, really solid. It's so good. The ending isn't great, but other than that, it's. Fantastic. I didn't care for the third act. The the reason they do that yeah. for the ending is test audiences hated the original ending that actually worked with the like the themes and the foreshadowing of the plot test audiences made the movie worse that's the actual reason it's crazy the, the alternate agree. ending is so much better they should have gone with the alternate ending whatever they didn't it's fine hmm. you can watch it on youtube anyway well with that folks here's your outro music <laughs> oh, <no>. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay I know. might want a headphone warning headphone warning yeah with that folks here's your outro here's your outro music Just enough so we don't get copyright claimed. <laughs> it's already pretty heavily edited, though. Yes, yeah. sir. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.